from WIS Politics in Madison. You're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody. This is Kate Morton, a reporter with WISPolitics.com, here with a Capital Chats podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm in the office with my colleague Adam Kelnhofer to talk about an interview he did with Americans for Prosperity State Director Megan Novak. So, Adam, what did you guys talk about? Hi, Kate. Yeah, so Megan and I talked primarily about what AFP is doing to kind of engage voters in Wisconsin and and hear what their concerns are. And before we get into the interview, I think it's important to note that the AFP Action Pack, which is different than the AFP for Wisconsin that Megan is speaking on behalf of, the AFP Action Pack has endorsed Nikki Haley for president. So I just want to make clear that Megan is speaking on behalf of AFP not AFP action. Uh, but let's just get right into the interview. So welcome to today's Wiz Politics Capital Chats podcast. Today, I am joined by Americans for Prosperity State Director Megan Novak to talk about what the group is doing in Wisconsin. So welcome to the show, Megan. Thanks for having me on, Adam. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, so uh, what is AFP doing right now to kind of engage voters in Wisconsin? And what are you guys hearing from all those voters? Well, Americans for Prosperity, AFP, is a permanent uh, grassroots organization here in Wisconsin and across the entire country. We have a presence in all 50 states. Um, And so when the 2022 election wrapped up, uh, AFP didn't pack up their bags and go home. We immediately got back out on the doors and started engaging and talking to voters to learn about what issues they care about. What is their top priority? Um, How are they thinking about that issue? And so we've knocked on hundreds of thousands of doors since uh, November of 2022 till today to have those conversations with voters all across the political spectrum. And by and large, um, the issue continues to be the economy. Um, There's been other peaks of small secondary issues that have had different, you know, political peaks uh, throughout the 18 months or so that we've been doing this. But overall, people are still really concerned about the economy and specifically inflation. Uh, When you have those conversations, it's inflation is the number one issue within the economy that people are continuing to be concerned about, about even today. Yeah. um, So we've been hearing a lot from the federal government saying, you know, the economy is doing better than ever uh, and that, you know, people just need to like figure out that, you know, clearly the numbers show that the economy is doing better than ever. But as you said, a lot of people have been struggling with inflation, like, you know, regular goods, like at the grocery store, at the gas pump and stuff like that. So um, how do you kind of square those two kind of seemingly opposite positions, I guess? Yeah, you know, we could get into a battle of statistics between the Biden administration and what they're claiming and what's really on the ground, you know, 32% increase in energy prices, 20% increase in food uh, since President Biden took office. But I think really, and this is the power AFP brings to the table, is the conversations we've had with people and the stories we are capturing of real life, everyday, normal Wisconsinites, people who don't eat, breathe and live politics like you and I do, Adam, people who are just trying to go about their day hang out with their family, go to work, make ends meet. Um, And so we've had some just absolutely heartbreaking conversations that, um, you know, I really actually want to take the the time to highlight some of these stories so people, to raise their voice, so people who will listen to this podcast and realize that no matter what 
the federal government might be pushing down, it's not great uh, for Wisconsinites. Um, I talked to a woman in Minong last summer. Um, we were doing a grocery store event where we're providing inflation relief. And she was so thankful for a gift card to the grocery store because she told me that this week she wouldn't have to decide between finishing her grocery list and buying diapers for her grandson. There was another woman at the same grocery store, again, Minong, Wisconsin, far northern part of the state, who we gave her the gift card and she was in tears telling me that her favorite candy bar is a Hershey bar. She hasn't been able to buy one in two years because of inflation. And she was going to get herself a Hershey bar today with our gift card because that's how much uh, the economy is hindering her family and her and her husband. Um, just this past weekend, we were in Platteville, or I'm sorry, Prairie du Chien and Boscobel. Um, and our team talked to um, a woman who had recently retired. Shortly after retiring, she lost her husband, passed away unexpectedly. And now she's back to work because she simply cannot afford to make ends meet on a fixed income without now that her husband has passed away. Um, and so the, the effects of this economy aren't just in the numbers of like I said, 20% hike in inflation on food, 32% on energy. It's the real life stories of Wisconsinites just trying to do their best. They're working one, two, three jobs, um, going back to work after they retire just to try and buy groceries, just to try and buy a, a Hershey bar. And that just breaks my heart. Yeah. Um, so AFP is, is, rolling out a new program calling Prosperity is Possible. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Does that have to do with those gift cards you were mentioning? Absolutely. We we want to provide hope for people. You know, our economy is gut-wrenching. It's hard right now. It's so difficult for so many people, but we know that there's solutions that our federal government could be looking at that would improve economic opportunity and prosperity for everyone. And so we did this um, series a little bit back in the summer where we would go to grocery stores and restaurants and talk to people about what's driving this economy, what the solutions are, and then we would provide inflation relief, a gift card to the grocery store. Um, we provided gift cards at gas stations um, when gas prices were um, over $4 and uh, discounts on food at a local diner, you know, bringing those prices back down to 2020 costs instead of 2023 costs. And so we're relaunching that series right now, really focusing in on especially grocery stores, because that's what we hear on the doors is where people are feeling the pinch the most. And so hoping to provide a little inflation relief while we can as an organization, and then talking about the hope that we can turn the ship around. It's not too late to save our economy. You know, uh, the three pillars of our campaign are uh, lowering inflation, unleashing American energy and worker freedom. And those are three things where the Biden administration and Senator Tammy Baldwin are in lockstep. Um, national debt is thirty four trillion dollars now. Um, that one kind of came and went without any real notice of just how high our national debt has gone. All that government spending, printing money is driving the inflation uh, on American energy. Uh, President Biden just had made the decision to shut down the uh, LNG plant and the permit for that, which limits our supply, which then just drives up costs. And it's a, not only an economic risk, but it's a huge national security risk for our country as well. Um, and then worker freedom. The Biden administration is pushing through a rule that would put up to 64 million Americans work at risk because of the, it's essentially the PRO Act in administrative rule form, and it's trying to eliminate independent contractor work, which so many Wisconsinites are relying on to just bring an extra income in this economy, you know, picking up 
a couple hours of DoorDash work or Amazon deliveries or some freelance writing on the side. All of that is valuable freedom that we should have as workers, and they're trying to take it away from us. Mm. So you um, <clears throat> you mentioned there's some things that the federal government could do to kind of improve the economic situation. What what are some some possibilities that they could do? Like, how could they kind of turn this around? First, got to get that spending under control. Um, we've got some very wonky in the weeds budgetary reforms uh, that our federal team has been really pushing um, that could really start to help rein in some of that spending and get it under control. I mean, the balloon that we saw uh, during the pandemic and then continuing on through the so-called Inflation Reduction Act that I don't think really has reduced inflation that much, um, really, we just have to get it back under control. We can't keep spending like this if we want to be the strong nation that we once were. Um, American Energy, let's have that LNG plant go through. Let's let's unleash American produced energy, whether that's, you know, the natural gas is a big one. Um, and I think all of those things would really try to serve to drive down the energy costs that businesses and families are paying. I mean, you talk to small business owners, especially, and their their monthly energy and heating bills are just the roof. And it's it's tough. We just talked to, um, we're doing an event uh, this Saturday, actually, at uh, Egg Rolls, Inc. up in Appleton. Um, I don't know if you've ever been there. I hear the Egg Rolls are about the size of a Chipotle burrito. I think I'm, I'm going to try and make it to the event. I don't know if I can make it yet, but it sounds amazing. But the owner was telling us that um, some of his costs for both supplies, his monthly bills that he has to pay have gone up two, three, four times uh, what he was paying back in 2020. And they're at the point where he can't raise the costs anymore. And so he's just taking a loss in some areas because he still has to pay his workers and he wants to pay his workers well. Um, and so, and he doesn't want to overcharge um, his customers because he knows how hard it is for the average Wisconsinite to to afford to go out to eat right now. And he wants them to be able to still go there. So that's one where we're going to go in on Saturday and uh, roll back the prices to 2020 prices and hopefully provide just a little bit of relief for people. But um, that's what we're hearing from small business owners too. It's the energy costs are a big part of um what's driving up their their budgets. Um, and then for worker freedom, the last pillar, uh, they, the Biden administration needs to rescind, rescind that rule that they're working through right now. Um, they tried to do it legislatively through the PRO Act. It failed. They couldn't get the votes for it. And so now they're trying to do it through administrative rule, uh, not understanding how much people value the flexibility of independent contractor work. Um, I think especially in an economy where, you know, two parent homes, both both parents need to be working in a lot of cases to make ends meet and the flexibility that independent contracting work provides for those families when you've got a kid who's home sick from daycare you have to make it to pick up on time um, all of that is really valuable and should be protected not eliminated all right um that is uh all i have time for today so thank you very much for joining me on uh, today's show megan absolutely thanks again all right, Adam, thanks for sharing that interview with us. In the meantime, if our listeners want to learn more about the upcoming elections in Wisconsin, they can head to our website at wispolitics.com or check out our Battleground Wisconsin page. That's right, Kate. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. 
Thanks for tuning in to WIS Politics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum.